Hey everybody, welcome to the hairdresser and the professor podcast. I'm Diana. I'm a salon owner for the last 25 years. And I'm Elena, a chemistry college professor. We're two women who have never met in person and have connected only through social media. I'm just saying goodbye to my forties. I'm just saying hello to my thirties. I'm from California. I live in Missouri, but I'm originally from Colombia. We are both enjoying our second marriage. We're stepmoms, biological moms, and I'm an adoptive mom. Together, we encompass modern blended motherhood. We both have four-year-olds and teens. We both deal with some anxiety and we both manage it with body movement. We both love to chase down joy and have fun. That's right. We've both gone through dark times when it comes to not being able to accept ourselves or our bodies. We both believe in loving our bodies where they're at today. To sum it up, we're women struggling, striving while navigating this complex and beautiful gift of life. So we're hopping on the mic on Wednesdays to lift you up midweek with vulnerability, honesty, and a dose of mom humor and motivation. Welcome to the hairdresser and professor podcast. And then we were watching our neighbor's cat. And so Mm -hmm. they have a pool. So we were over there swimming and he went underwater and held his breath and he swam one way and back and the other way and back. The cat? No, my husband. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that would have been something else. You ever seen a cat swim like that? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so he's that's one of my husband's complaints about me. He's like, You just leap around all the time and I can't follow what you're saying. (laughs) Like, no, follow me. So anyway, he held his breath and exerted himself. And then when he got done, he was showing our daughter that he could hold his breath longer than her, basically. And she tried to do it too, but only made it two times. Any normal person only would go up and back, right? <laughs> Underwater, but he did it four times. So oh, he got wow. out and he was like out of breath and like dizzy. And then that for like hours and hours, he was dizzy, like vertigo. So he, of course, Googled it and he's like, you know, it could be a brain bleed. And I'm like, let's go to the hospital. <gasps> oh no! So we went to the hospital and he had the, the heart thing, the CT thing, the brain thing, all the things. And then he got home at like two, but I was back and forth picking him up and I didn't know if he'd be in all night or not. So I just canceled. So not a brain bleed. No, I mean, he's still alive. They didn't see anything on the scan. Yeah. And he was feeling better, but he, I mean, we both just rested yesterday. Yeah. And I had one of those days where I just sat on the couch and watched TV with the baby and like, did, I mean, I folded a little laundry, but I did very little yesterday. Slow down. And then I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I need a workout. Like I just, I could feel it. I I needed to like, we even ended up getting up and go for, for a little walk. Even that'll help. You know, I mean, isn't that beautiful the though? Blood circulating, you know, yes, to say, I need a workout. Like I find myself I saying, workout. I yeah. need a workout. I don't, and yeah. it's not, I need to work out. I Thank need you. a workout. Not as a punishment, but as like just a natural course of what your body needs. You need to like get that blood circulating, oxygen, mm-hmm. oxygenate your brain and your joints and yes. get all that spinal fluid flowing to your brain, all that. Okay. What do you want to talk about? So we had, um, I think our topic, another topic we had is, oh, I just pulled it out. Finances and healthy living. Mostly like um, that notion that being healthy, is a thing that you only rich, wealthy people can afford that have mm-hmm. unlimited time at their disposal. 
Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about finances and healthy living. Yes. Not that we're going to talk about budget, but mostly about mindset around finances and mindset around health uh, and how it affects healthy living. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to go off on a stereotype, and I apologize if this stereotype insults Americans, but um, what, Amer- Americans? Salt? Americans. Oh. In general. I thought you said salt Americans. Oh, insult. No, insult. <laughs> insult. Okay, go ahead. Stereotype away. So, any, so whenever I, I, I was here, I've, I've always heard people say that eating vegetables and fruits and all of that, it's just too expensive and it's just mm-hmm. not affordable. And I... And that, for example, like, oh, no, you just the drive through, the drive through, the drive through. And and I kind of accepted that mindset initially. So I wouldn't like, oh, sure, I don't I don't I don't even know what to buy. But I'm going to just drop a piece of world difference just to keep in mind and perspective. Just because Um, you're obviously from your accent, you're not from here. So tell everybody where you're from. Yeah, I'm from Colombia. Uh-huh. And I grew up in Colombia. So I've only been here in the United States for about eight years. And um, and I did, I did have this cultural crash of like, okay, so I had a friend and I said, can you teach me to cook? Because I didn't really know how to cook or meal prep. Meal prep is mm-hmm. the word, like meal prep. And, and I said, I want you to teach me the American way. <laughs> cook Taco out Bell. of a box or a can. <laughs> yeah. And she did. She made me these recipe cards of things that I could just buy from um, like the boxes or the cans. Uh And none none of it was perishable. Okay. And uh, and we did. We did eat that for a while. Well, that's great to know if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, because you might need to know how to do that to feed your family. But just survival once, survival yeah. skills. It's it's been good. And I and I did love it. And I was like, oh wow, okay, okay. But then what I did have is that I saw the difference between my that the the difference between my grocery money for the what she called the American, what we called, we were just teasing, right? Like I was just brand new here, the American way which was a lot of casseroles and a lot of things like this. Uh, or it could be Midwest, because I'm in the Midwest. So it could be the Midwest American way right away. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so all of this, and I compare the, what it would cost, what I normally ate, which is just, you know, you buy your, your, veg, your fresh veggies and your fruit and your meat. And then it wasn't that different. It, mm-hmm. so, so I told her, I'm like, it's not that different. It really is not. Mm-hmm. The biggest difference is that this, you better eat it that week. You can't, yeah. you can't put a hold on this. That's a good point. On the, on the veggies and the, and, the, and the fruit. You cannot put a hold on, on, on eating those for longer than a week or two. Mm-hmm. Even past the week, the fruit won't be as fresh anymore. And the vegetables won't be as fresh. Whereas on this one, you can very easily say, oh, it's okay. I'm not going to cook today. Let's just grab something to mm-hmm. eat. So you got to be on your game. You got to have a plan in place. You got to have all the ingredients or most of the ingredients. 
and it takes forethought. You can't just be like, uh, like for instance, tonight I'm doing zucchini boats with, um, it's ground to my, my stepdaughter, who's like 24, mm-hmm. Malia, uh, she gave me this recipe and it's zucchini, um, and squash and you cut them in half, you hollow them out, you saute Turkey, and then you put the, the zucchini filling in. And then you do like all the Italian stuff. So like rosemary, um, oregano, basil, salt, pepper, and, um, tomatoes. And then that's the filling. And then you put a little mozzarella on top and you bake it. So it's like stuffed zucchini boats. Right. But that's Mm -hmm. a lot of different ingredients that are fresh that you've got to have on hand. So if I only have the zucchini and the Turkey, but I don't have the herbs and I don't have the tomatoes, it's not going to all come together. So it definitely does take like forethought and planning. Mm -hmm. So, and that does leave us into that other portion when it comes to healthy living and finances the word I feel like the word meal plan Mm -hmm. just throws people off Mm -hmm. like I I don't I don't like to follow meal plans it's the things that I've heard meal plans stress me out and I'm like "Whoa, whoa at what point did we associate having a plan with a diet because that is what the, the the association there like oh I'm dieting if I mm-hmm. do a meal plan I'm mm-hmm. dieting if I am meal prepping and I'm I'm dieting and I actually this the I've been working really really hard because as an adult I really absorbed that notion of dieting and the dieting which by itself, a diet, it's simply what you eat. It's like the, the, yeah, the, what your diet is, the nutritional sure. definition by a nutritionist. It's not the industry, the industry diet, the diet industry right. and the, the fast results, the uh, unbalanced eating. It's just, it's, it's so, I think it's always so fascinating how you see some words take on this whole different meaning and yeah. notation that it's very boring to its original intent. Mm. But anyway, so you have this and, and I'm like, well, I've gone through and I, I have, I work full-time, I have my stepkids that do extra activities. I have a toddler who has been in daycare and I have a husband who has a job from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. where he didn't even used to be able to have his phone during the first four years of our marriage so from 9 a.m to 6 p.m he we had no communication maybe once during the lunch break just for a little bit but then that was it and uh so it's you're flying solo and and I've known so many women that they're just flying solo and in that process then the thought of planning it becomes very overwhelming Mm -hmm. but and then when we think of healthy eating, we're like thinking of this, I have to find the recipe. I have to find mm-hmm. this. It has mm-hmm. to be low carb. It has to be. And I've noticed that in seasons of life where I just wing it, that's when we're more likely to be going out to eat where I don't have energy. And a while back, I, I did uh a couple of months, like I've tried a lot of things, but I did a couple of months of, uh, well, I don't know. Okay. Pause this. Do we, can we, we should mention companies names, right? 
I'm trying not to avoid that because um, I'm sure you can I cut this okay. out. But it was Noom. So I tried um, oh, Noom. Mm-hmm. Noom um, when I was trying to like find something that would work for me. And that's mm-hmm. when I introduced the idea of decision fatigue. And I was like, oh. what is decision fatigue? Yeah. And it is true. You are making decisions every day, right. all the time. Hundreds of decisions. Mm-hmm. Then you come home and it's dinner time. And you have to make the one decision that most people dread. Yeah. What's for dinner? And plus, if your kids are used to eating or would prefer to eat fast food, and mine definitely would, we have a shopping center across like it's not even a quarter of a mile and my kids walk through the civic center and walk over and there's Del Taco, there's McDonald's, there's pickup sticks, there's Chipotle, everything's there. And as teenagers, they love to take a couple of bucks and they have their own money. So they love to go over there and get dinner. So how motivated am I after a really long day to sit there and saute food that they don't even want to eat? You know, it's really hard to compete with that. So, yeah, I feel that. And I, I, I feel that pressure sometimes where it's a little defeating where you're like, I don't even want to do it either. So I get it. And I will say I used to work full-time. I don't work full-time anymore. It's really hard when you work full-time. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this is really turning into like tips and tricks for combating busy times or it's just commiserating because it's hard. Well, it's I'm hard. Give it's you much easier. There is two things that every woman should own. And I'm going to tell fryer. you, boo, they need to have an air fryer. <laughs> yes. They need to have an air fryer. I mean, air fryer time. <laughs> they need to have an air fryer and they need to have wireless headphones. Yeah. This is my routine when I know, like I take a deep breath, it is 5.30. Usually it's actually, right now it's 7 p.m. By the way, our family does not eat dinner until 8 p.m. This is crazy for a lot of people. They're like, what? Even my toddler. Yes, my toddler too. It had, it's the way that, then, that, that our dinner is our only time that we have together. For years, my husband worked this long schedule and then he would go to school. So he wasn't home until like 9 p.m. That's when we would have dinner. I was like, dinner would be ready for so that it's the only time we got to see him. And then ever since we eat dinner around eight. So mm-hmm. I have to pick up my son from, from football. He gets mm-hmm. out at 630. Thank goodness he turned 16 soon. So he'll start driving. And we're coming here. He's just telling me all about it. My toddler is there. And I just always have to like, I see the door and I know. If I lay down, nothing's going to happen for the rest yeah. of the night. And I'm going to have, I'm going to be texting my husband and say, you bring us dinner. So I, and you can see, see how this happens to so many people. That's a freaking long day. It's a long day. That's a long then, day making dinner at that time of night. And I'm like, okay, so how does it work? It works like this. I dump stuff on the, on the air fryer. There are a few things that I do plan ahead of time, but my chicken is, frozen like my my meals are uh, like my meat is frozen I dump it in the air fryer um it used to be well just at what the, time the pressure cooker as soon as I walk in the house so at eight o'clock at night well, or we're seven o'clock home. If we're coming home and at that time it's seven yes so your chicken's frozen you put it I, I've never used an air fryer I'm curious so you put it in at seven o'clock at yeah. night 
and then in happened? 30 minutes it's cooked what girl i'm telling you <laughs> it's cooked from frozen it's cooked from frozen is it good it is so good i mean i can holy crap link in the notes of yeah real, real, what do you put what do you put in there? So I buy the chicken thawed, frozen. right? Oh. So I don't buy yeah. it frozen. Okay. I season it with different, the different seasonings. And okay. then I bag it into Ziploc bags. Okay. And I lay it flat. So you want to lay it flat. And I don't buy chicken breast. Chicken breast is too thick to cook. So okay. it's like chicken thighs. And then I just flavor it with different flavors. Like if you were to have chicken every day, if that's your thing, because it's our thing a lot, uh -huh. the fact that you use different seasonings will give you it helps a complete different flavor, a complete different sensation when you eat it. Okay. So I just like break it apart because it's all into like into this individual space. So it's very easy to like grab it and you're like breaking it. And you dump, you put it in the air fryer. It's 20 minutes, 390. I think that's like the default or whatever, 290, the temperature. And I walk away. And in the process, by the way, as soon before I even walk in the house, my AirPods are on, depending on my mood. I might be listening to an audiobook. I might be listening to a podcast, or I'm just rocking on with my music. Music gets me in a better mood than everything mm -hmm. else. Like it gets me into this, okay. My kids know it's cleaning time when Elena yeah. has this particular well, it's you're, It sounds like your day is a marathon. So you're at the 23rd mile of your marathon at 7 <laughs> like, p.m. at night. And you got to get up that last hill to the finish line. <laughs> and, um, and then that's all you do. So then the last five minutes, that's when you grab your frozen bag of veggies, which mm -hmm. by the way, that's not even a thing in many countries. I don't have, we don't buy frozen veggies. Uh, or canned veggies. So I grab my frozen bag of veggies, I open it and I dump it in the air fryer for the last five minutes because it's already so warm and mm -hmm. dinner is ready. Dinner is ready. I cook rice once a week and I cook a lot of rice. Rice is one of those things oh. that you can just add a little, sprinkle a bit of water and then microwave it and it's all warm and fluffy again. Like you just cooked it. It's one of those mm -hmm. things that you can just cook once. And so we play around with different veggies and different meats, but mm -hmm. everything always starts from frozen. We dump it and it's ready to go. So I don't know. I think that it goes so, and it is very cost efficient, like really cost mm -hmm. efficient. And it is uh, coming back to the finances. I think that for as long as we keep thinking, it's a, it's a mindset shift that healthy yeah. living is expensive. Eating veggies is expensive. Mm -hmm. Eating fruit is expensive. Boo, sure. Yes, you're gonna buy the strawberries for $3 or $4, then buy the frozen ones. And you get way more, they're very fresh and you don't have to eat them once a week. Like my alternative to, and, and a lot of the times the frozen produce is even fresher because they pick the top of the crop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that expression? I don't know. I don't know if that just Top made that No, <laughs> it's true though. It's true. I get to freeze um, it. I do um, like a Greek yogurt and frozen, you know, like frozen berries and those berries are good. So, it's so yeah, good. I hear you. It's so good. So sure. 
Um, so we and we can anybody who wants, you know, they can leave in comments like how to talk about finances, how to shift your budget, because mm -hmm. it, there isn't a bill, it is a way for you to shift your budget and without feeling like it's going to be such a high impact on your finances to embrace healthy living. Mm -hmm. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to the hairdresser and the professor podcast. Elena and I can be found on Instagram under that same name. And we just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. It means a lot to us to have a vulnerable place to share and tell the truth and find answers from each other and you guys. So please reach out. We'd love to hear from you and we'll see you next Wednesday.